quiz time. Yay! Thanks for reading, Robbie. I hate to change the vibe on everyone, uh, but the word of the day is hopeless. That's all. I'm going to leave you with that. Um, I'll, say it, I'll say it again. Hopeless. I'm sorry for taking uh, the night from such excitement to maybe such lows, but I really want to be real with you for a second. And I want to say some statistics and some things about hope and about life and about the true meaning of Christmas. Um, did you know that one in seven young people... Oh, that's a rat. Uh, <laughs> something wrong with this, Anton. Rach, I got, I got this sorted. <laughs> one in seven... What? Come on. I got it, I got it. One in seven young people, globally, uh, that's ages 10 to 19, struggle with mental health issues. Um, you read this, and this is a shockingly high statistic, but as someone who's worked with youth for the last... Eight years now, um, I think it's very much accurate. People are hopeless. It's interesting how important hope is for people and how much we need hope. Now, I have a bit of a story from a study. Now, it's not really people, it's rats, and it's about swimming rats. This study was done in the 1950s by Harvard University. And I'm sorry for maybe the, the frank nature of this, but these researchers would take a whole bunch of rats and they'd put them in water, and they'd start their stopwatch, and they'd watch the rats start swimming. And the time would go, and they'd work out how long it would take these rats to drown. This is not, this is not funny, it's actually quite serious. Um, these people, they would study, and they, and they worked out that the time would be about 15 minutes for rats to drown. But do you know what happens if at 14 minutes they took the rats out of the water, gave them a little, little breather, a chance to catch their breath, and then put them back into the water. Do you know how long that rat survived for? Not 15 minutes, not 60 minutes, 60 hours. When, they, when, these, when these beings were given a glimpse of hope, it gave them what they needed to push through. When these beings saw that they actually could be saved, that gave them the encouragement that they needed to push on. Here's some findings from another uh, Harvard study. Uh, this one was done examining the long-term impact of hope on people. They surveyed 13,000 people with an average age of 66, and they found, that, uh, well, they found that those with more hope throughout their lives had better physical health, better health behaviours, better social support, and a longer life. Now, you are thinking right now, what the heck? Why is Josh coming here and talking about drowning rats and old people? And I'm telling you that this is all about... Christmas. Because both of these studies are about hope. And I don't know if you can see at the front here, we've got some red letters that spell hope. Today, we're talking about the hope of Christmas and that we as people need hope. We're a people who need something to look forward to and something to work towards. We need something to pull us out of the darkness. And this is where we see today's reading in Isaiah. The people of Israel have been crippled by centuries of infighting, of war, of disease, of death, of selfishness, and they grapple with loss continually. They were crying out to God, God, please do something, please do something, give us something, please help us, give us 
some hope. And here's where we see this promise in Isaiah. We see in our reading a promise of something beautiful to come. And this something beautiful to come is grounded on God and whether He's trustworthy or not. And here's what we see in this promise. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of understanding, of wisdom, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. He will judge by what he sees with his eyes. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. This is a promise thousands of years ago about a man that would come, about a man that would bring true justice, true hope, who would make things right. To these people of Israel thousands of years ago, there is a promise of hope, a promise of someone and something to come. To the people in darkness, there would be a light. To the people drowning, there is a glimpse of life, of someone coming to save. To the people ravaged by war, there is peace. And to those who are locked down, there is a glimpse of freedom that is ahead. And that is this, that there is going to be a plant, a shoot that will come from the stump of Jesse. And I'm not talking about something that needs watering four times a day and dies if it doesn't get just enough sunlight, like all of the plants that are in my home. No, we're talking here about a descendant, a great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchild of this guy called Jesse. Now, I'm going to invite the band up as we are about to reflect a bit more on hope, but we're going to think a little more just about this descendant, about this person that is promised to come. When bushfires ravaged Australia a couple of years ago, we saw death on a scale that we hadn't seen it before. We saw destruction, death of wildlife. People lost their, their, their homes, their pets. Some people lost their lives. Life was sucked away because of the destructive nature of this fire. And yet into this darkness and into this death, there was eventually hope. There was life, just like this tree growing out of what is dead. We see this and we see that there is hope coming. We see this promise to these people, Israel, and we know that there is hope coming. We need hope. We, like all people, and the news of Christmas is that there is hope. That hope is coming. But the people who received this promise went through more pain more heartache, and worst of all, silence from God for 600 years, for 400 years. And this begs the question, is hope really coming? God says hope that will come, and we're going to sing of the response that will happen when it does.